Hi, everybody. Welcome to Jacques Talk. I am your host, Stephanie Jacques, and this is an amazing... Oh, I'm geeked out and so excited about this episode. It was recorded, obviously, Instagram Live, and it's the first Jacques Talk conversation of 2022, and Hunter Kelly came and we talked, and hopefully we'll have many more episodes. But this episode, we really go into voting rights and how what's happening in this country and how they're trying to squash voting rights. We go into, whoa, a lot of stuff about country music and about diversity. And there's just all sorts of little gems up in this episode. So enjoy. And yeah, let me know what you think. Oh my gosh. Oh, cheers. <laughs> Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Happy Friday, everybody. Um, I am excited to have this conversation today. We're gonna we're gonna get super honest and real and juicy. Um, and on a side note, thank you everybody who has donated to the Kickstarter that is going on for me. Um, we are almost to our goal. Today is gonna be an excellent day. I just I just know it. I just know it. So, how is everybody doing? Um, let me get Hunter over here. Da 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 da. Um, where's my boy? So, we have a great guest today. Um, and we are going to be talking about country music. We are going to be talking about the Opry, we're going to be talking about diversity in every aspect, and yeah, we're going to get honest about um, people that are all talk and no action, so it's about to get super good, so just give me a moment while I get him in here. Um, let me get him in here. Um... Don't mind my chomping. I was chewing gum. I'm about to spit it out. I won't be chomping in your ears. I, I promise. Hi. Hello. Hey. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Just happy, happy Friday. Day. Yeah. Happy Friday. We made it. <laughs> we made, made it to Friday. I'm always like, yeah. check off another week. Yes. In the it's weird, you know, I just, yeah, they just keep happening. And then like, my dogs don't know this week just happened. But uh, yeah, I mean, deeper into 2022, you know, so I'm just like. 2022 is like almost a month over. I'm like, yeah, what? yeah. And it's still 2020 to me. So yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what are we? <laughs> I just live in the same little bubble. Yeah. Just hop on another Zoom, hang out with my niece, jump on another Zoom. Live, yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Oh, well, I'm so glad that you were able to join me today because, yeah, obviously, we talk a lot on Twitter and we're both very honest and open and blunt. And I was like, well, yeah, you can have a conversation because I like some honesty, bluntness, which is very rare in, in our space, in our yeah. music space, in our Nashville yeah. space. Um, that people's actions back up what they 
say, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's something that, um, you know, you, I, I, we start to notice like it, cause there was a, you know, 2020 was pretty unprecedented as far as like, um, just being able to talk about, for me being a gay guy, um, you know, it was really, um, you know, talking about race with Mickey Guyton on my podcast yeah. that I had at the time, All Our Favorite People, was a really yeah. big, big, st- I guess it was 20, had to be 2019, because it was in person. Um, yeah. It just started, it started the process. Um, but yeah, it's just the intersection. Um, so many artists that I have on Proud Radio, the intersection of, um, of, people of color and the queer community, um, especially so mm-hmm. I think about like um, Allison Russell, Lily Lewis, uh, Daisha McBride's on my next episode of Proud Radio. Um, so yeah, it's, it's one of those things when, um, you know, you, you, you see the intersection and, you know, fighting big, all forms of bigotry, um, mm-hmm. they go together. So, you know, I think it's, um, yeah, I mean, so usually where you, you find um, one, you find others. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I find that when, especially when I'm, when I'm talking about things and I say diversity, especially in like meetings or on Twitter, people go, you're just talking about like black people. And I'm like, no, I'm actually talking about like full diversity amongst mm-hmm. our space. So it's yeah. just not straight white men. Um, yeah leading this this narrative of country music mm-hmm. when that's actually not what built country music and i'm i'm perpetually disappointed that we we talk about change but change really isn't cemented in the organizations that back up country music like mm-hmm. i think like when i go on my twitter bubble like it's diverse and it's open and it's honest but then mm-hmm things like the Opry and mm-hmm. different organizations still are, are, are walking a very thin line onto mm-hmm. what is, what I find is, I find it disrespectful, but obviously they're trying to keep their clientele happy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, can we just not, can we just do what's right and realize that there might be some people disappointed in the short run, but in the long term. Mm-hmm. There are far more people that want diversity in this space than don't. Mm-hmm. And there's far more, and if we're going to talk about capitalism, there's far more money. If we allow diversity in this space, mm-hmm. it's going to be better. But nobody wants to be uncomfortable for a moment. Nobody wants to change and make other people hold to a higher moral ground. Yeah. And just what's right. Like, well, the whole thing about being uncomfortable, I mean, I just keep thinking about in Florida right now, Ron DeSantis, the governor, um, wanting to, you know, pat, wanting to pass legislation, I guess the state legislature, that um, diversity training in schools and workplaces cannot make white people uncomfortable. And it's like, oh, wow, I wish, yeah. like, okay, that's never been suggested for queer people or people of color like hey let's make them comfortable like wow um it makes me think of do you know when wally um remember that movie that pixar movie yes yes uh where (laughs) earth we have to abandon earth and all the people who can afford it are on the spaceship and they're just in these like lounge chairs never walking and just yeah 
I'm like, wow, that's really my vision when I think about it. It's like just not wanting to be challenged at all. And it's, um, yeah, I don't, I don't have uh, much time for that anymore. Honestly, it's bullshit. <laughs> it's, it's straight bullshit. And I have mm -hmm. so much, I was reading a tweet the other day that was like any book that's being banned Mm -hmm. um, like kids go run and find it and read it because yeah. there is a reason why they ban books. There's a reason why they don't play certain songs on radio. Like there's a mm -hmm. reason for it. And the reason is like, so you don't get exposure. Yeah. The less exposure you have, the more you can be controlled, the less you are thinking. Mm -hmm. Like there's a reason why they didn't want like slaves to read. Yeah. Like, they, that was a, like, you would be killed. So like there's well a yeah and I was just listening to something there's a podcast called Wild Black that really um you know it just it it's it's um helps me understand so that they just released one today on critical race theory mm -hmm. but they were talking about how you know slaves that could read they give them the Bible but any part of the Bible that might that might cause them to like want to get free was removed you know. <laughs> <laughs> like yes. any 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 part about you know so that would be like Moses leading leading the people through the desert and finding you know salvation or like freedom mm -hmm. um they would remove it so it's such a parallel that you know wow um if we don't study our history it's going to happen all over again and i see that you know the especially here in tennessee them banning the book about the holocaust um that has yes. been such a um, way for kids to start to learn. And by banning, it's like, okay, well, let's, then we're going to repeat it. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, which we're going to, we, we kind of are. We, we're there. It's just like, wow. Like, you know, people, uh, yeah. I mean, the lack of wanting to go and like understand history and how things have happened. And yeah, it's uh, across the board. Um, it's scary and something I rebel against. Yes, and, and that's where I get, um, I guess I get frustrated and it's one of my issues with Nashville, it's my issue with a lot of places, mm -hmm. is the lack of people being like, I want diversity, I want to be honest, I'm, like I believe in this, and then realizing what all they are supporting is is hate. Mm -hmm. Like they don't, it's it's nuanced, like not everything as as bold, but when you mm -hmm. really start looking at stuff and even people around me, like when I posted something on my stories the other day from this, I was like, oh, this sounds good. And I posted it. And one of my friends texted me and she's like, I just want you to know you just posted like an anti-vaxxer and um, like a Trumper. And I was like, what? It was, <laughs> and so I did some research and I was like, thank you. I'm like, friends don't let friends yeah. support hate. I'm deleting that from my story. Because it's like, yes. I didn't even realize and I am so... I try to stay as educated as possible. I read books. I listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely uh, practicing like anti-racist because I do believe we all are inherently racist, especially in this capitalistic society. It's just how our system works. But I'm mm -hmm. also a person personally that will stand by what I say. And I see it less and less, especially as people are getting power and attention in our space, they become quieter and quieter mm -hmm. and are so scared of losing the little bit they have. And I'm like, do you realize how much privilege mm -hmm. you have as a as a white woman, as a straight white woman, as a straight white man, mm -hmm. like in this country, let alone in our industry? 
Mm -hmm. that a lot like you know how much power that you have to change and to speak up on what is wrong like there's no reason a holocaust book should be banned no there's no reason we should be banning like bakari sellers just wrote a, a book for four-year-olds four-year-olds it's a picture mm -hmm. book about race and they're trying to ban that i'm like it's a picture book for four-year-olds yeah. and you're you're banning a picture book like, and if that is not ringing every alarm in everybody's head, like, look at what happened in the Holocaust. Look at what Hitler did. Mm -hmm. Look at how he, how he banned books, how he changed the way, the information people could get, because then you can control people. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the parallels. I'm not saying that we're in the Holocaust. I'm saying that there's parallels in the level of control, in the level of lack, the lack of education they want us to have. Oh yeah, well, and yeah. if you and no, and I've been I've been reading about um, you know organizations that study democracy. It's like we are America is slipping into a you know a state where we're losing democracy, and it's like can't we're sliding towards that? That yeah. um, <laughs> so it's uh it, you know for me it really looks like the working country music, which is where I am, um, but also um not divorcing it from what's going on in the world you know like um right now uh just voting rights is really at top of mind and so i've been listening to stacy abrams um book on tape of course she i mean just stacy abrams is such a hero for what she's uh, done for uh, for voting in Georgia and I, I hope she's governor i hope to get to i want to go on record saying i hope to vote for uh, Stacey Abrams for president of the United States. Oh, <laughs> oh she's going to get there. I just yeah. want to say that. I, um, but yeah, I just think it's really... <laughs> we're going to roll back this tape and we're going to be like, we knew it. Yeah, but it's just so, you know, I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. So the civil rights, um, you know, the footage that you see um, of the 16th Street bombing in the 60s and then... Um, mm -hmm. The pro, the, you know, the protests, and there were there were um, firemen like hosing black children with water hoses. Like, so when you see that footage, that's where my parents were living yeah. at the time. I grew up there, and so I mean, it's always um, been pretty. I mean, we have a museum there. Like, I went was able to go to the museum, the Civil Rights Museum, that's in Birmingham, and so you know. All of that, like, was about voting. It was about um, so much of, you know, the march um, from Selma to Montgomery was about mm -hmm. voting rights. And so mm -hmm. I think it is really um, just top of mind for all of us, the suppression of, of, of voting it rights really... that's going on right now. And to draw that parallel, you know, so we just had Martin Luther King Jr. Day and his family... Um, if you don't follow Bernice King on all socials, uh, Martin should. Luther King's daughter, she's brilliant. Um, it was all about, listen, voting rights are under attack um, mm -hmm. in this country. And so while we have all these things, sure, they're banning books and that gets headlines. There's always going to be something every day. Like yesterday, it was Minnie Mouse wearing a pantsuit Pant that Candace Owens was upset about. And then Mickey Guyton clapped back with her photo. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, yes, uh -huh. sister. So there's always, there's always this thing to, um, 
distract us. And the culture wars are always going on, but really it, voting rights is essential and something that is is changing the shape, you know, can change the shape of how we're represented. And, and, and It's changing the shape and we won't be able to just go back. Like, no, I mean, this I don't is, think people yeah. realize how severe it is mm -hmm. and how the redistricting just changes your the power of your vote. Yeah. And it's it's all very calculated and it is being done and they want it to be done where you don't notice. Yeah. Because they want to have other things catching your attention and mm -hmm. talking about Biden and all this yeah. stuff and what he hasn't done or has done and mm -hmm. um and they cuz they don't want you to realize like the actual power. Mm -hmm. They're switching it. And I say to people that are also conservative and um Stacey Abrams has said this you should care mm -hmm. because right now that it's it's benefiting you but everything will hurt you as well like yeah. a fair vote having the right to vote having the opportunity to vote mm -hmm. everybody needs to have that nobody should be limited mm -hmm. at this point in history in 2022 like yeah. it's it's sickening and it's and when I look at like Florida and Georgia and certain in areas that are just being so in Texas being so blatantly racist with the rules and people are mad. Like I like I'm like, where's the anger? I don't know if there's a detachment from from it or they think, oh well it won't change things. Like those aren't the states that make a difference. I'm like, yeah, they they are. And it yeah. changes things on the local level, which is actually where things um where change occurs. Yeah. Which well, you know, I think don't vote in local elections, but well, I think it's ins it's insistent, it's constant that they're doing this. So it's like these, you know, it's a thousand little cuts instead of one big thing. So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, we close this polling thing, polling place here. We, you know, so it's just over time, and it's also arcane. Like it, it you know, it's not something that's sexy. Like, oh my gosh, you can get everybody um, mm -hmm. pissed about, you know, like. Um, it, it's hard, I guess it's hard to get people like really angry and divided enough on it to then like have the algorithms pick it up and it become a big talking point, you know, like, well, when you, yeah, when you look at who's being affected massively, first of all, it's already people that are underrepresented yeah. and don't have a voice. So you're not even noticing. Mm -hmm. I always go back to like Flint, like their water, mm -hmm. like, why are we, why? why have we fixed this like little yeah. things that aren't that are consistently and then people get used to it and they're like well that's just that area or mm -hmm. that's just one polling place and then by the time it affects you personally mm -hmm. they've already done so much damage that you it, it doesn't even yeah you can't go back and fix 30 steps back mm -hmm. like you can't go back and fix all the things yeah that have already been done and I think people wait till things have affected them personally, mm -hmm. like, like your home. I'm like, maybe it won't even affect your, like, maybe your polling place is fine. Maybe you mm -hmm. live in a nice area where they're not going to change that. Mm -hmm. But doesn't it make you wonder why your vote does not count? Well, like why these other people can't vote you or say, why they're in line for you say nice area. You say nice area, which is usually code for white area, which white. is like, what you know, mostly going to be Republican votes. So they want to make it easy, but I mean, we see we're seeing this in Nashville right now, with our state um, legislature 
Um, they've divided Nashville, which is Davidson County, for the first time. Oh, well, it's I, I don't I don't remember. I mean, it's been a long time, but it's now Davidson County, Nashville, which is you know an urban core, which is going to be mm -hmm. a lot of black people down you know that live yep. in this city. Um, it's they've they've put it into three districts so yep. that it so that that we share. So I I think I'm like. So that we sh there's a lot more rural vote coming in to try to yep. dilute. So we don't know how this will play out. Um, I, you know, Odessa Kelly, um, is it somebody else to follow if you're here in Nashville? Um, mm -hmm. She is going to be running for one of those new gerrymandered to hell districts. Um, but it really is, you know, we, we, we see it. Um, and, and that's, you know, it's, the only way it's a way that they can retain power um, yeah. because the demographics of this country are shifting. Um, yeah. And which is scary. It's scary. They've been, it scares them in fear. And, and I know that like, even, even my dad, like, you know, grew up in, in um, Birmingham, Alabama around all this stuff. And that's a real fear that, um, politicians that that like resonates with him as like a 71 year old man is like oh I'm, I'm used to being the majority and now I'm not going to be anymore and it's just like and I'm like okay I guess you know being gay I'm just like well I'm your son and I'm white but I'm also a member of a minority group so I you know I I that that's really um one of the things where I'm just like um you know, anything that they want to do that, that, that the other side wants to do um, to black people is also queer people. Like, you know, yep. it's like marginalized groups just because um, when you look at, you know, the, the fight for equality in the 60s and 70s, like it mm -hmm. was definitely civil rights and the, the right to vote uh, in the 60s happening. And that's what gave um, queer people that, you know, black, yeah. black trans women were the ones at Stonewall really leading the way. So, yes. um, yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, so it's just, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, I am like, I'm not, especially talking to country music fans on social media so much, mm -hmm. the way that they are able to switch between like when I'm talking about homophobia and they take it to race it's like it's an interchangeable thing for them of just the other that yes. happens so much um like i'll be talking about like if an artist like kid rock i'm just gonna say it's not care if kid when kid rocks went on stage and said called people fucking um and and then double down on it on um twitter um you know i was just like you know talking about how that was into lgbtq and then I would see his fans tweet back, like, we're tired of being called racist. And I'm like, well, I was talking about queer issues, but yeah, I mean, I, um, I guess you're just telling on yourself here. <laughs> um, that happens a lot. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I find it's very helpful to um, lately, you know, in talking about voting rights, I think it's something that people, um, it, it's very important, but it's also something that people, it's not like, oh my gosh, it's this hot button issue. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it's hard to make a boogeyman out of like voting when you're talking about just the act of voting. You know what yeah, I mean? People also don't, I think historically people don't think their vote, their vote matters, but 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm here to say it does. And they also, um, as they also look at who's voting and mm-hmm. those where the dollars go. So yeah. let's say you're like, my vote doesn't matter. I'm not mm-hmm. going to vote. Then they're not going to even put dollars or attention to you. Mm-hmm. That's Those are polling places that are going to close. So you have to vote to show that for the money to be paid attention to. Yeah. On a side note, as like a political, yeah. About yeah. political stuff. But I look and I go, well, first on the Kid Rock stuff and those, I think that it's very important to to realize that if somebody is saying hateful things, they're probably hateful on many different levels. Mm-hmm. And, and we keep as a country, our community as a whole, not the specifics, we keep giving a lot of power and attention and mics to, and chances to people that are blatantly hateful mm-hmm. and disgusting. Mm-hmm. And so I say, like, I, I know somebody that was like, I guess I'm going to go on tour with Kid Rock or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, you're not, you didn't say congratulations. I'm like, I don't think it's a win for you. I'm just no. saying, and I'm like, it makes me not respect you. So yeah. I'm like, I think there's a point where you have to take money take the money off the table and realize what mm-hmm. is your integrity, which is what my problem with the Opry was. Yeah. You might lose some fans, but you're going to be fine. You're going to yeah. be fine. Put some more black people up there. Put, yeah. put some more LGBT people up there. Like, like let's expand and not just mm-hmm. on the stage in the back office, mm-hmm. in the decision rooms. Like, yeah, I think just cause you put a few people on the stage does not accompany change. And then yeah. with voting, I think that, Anybody with a mic, anybody should be should be talking about it because though it's not sexy, mm-hmm. the things that aren't sexy are the things that will change your life, mm-hmm. like that will change my life. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to my dad before he passed away, and my dad grew up in Arkansas and Missouri and in a segregated town and did the great migration to Chicago, then to California when I started Jock Talk and started being really open about race and politics and Mm -hmm. changing things, he was like, I don't want your tires to get slashed. I don't want Mm -hmm. you to live in Nashville. And people were like, Nashville's super diverse. I'm like, my dad was scared I was going to end up dead in Nashville. And that might sound very dramatic to some Mm -hmm. people, but it's real for people that have lived through the civil rights movement, for people that are, are open, like things happen, people go missing. People get attacked. People, mm-hmm. like the amount of DMs I got when I first started Jock Talk were, I was like, wow, people hate me. The amount yeah. of DMs I still get from country artists, like big artists that say, you are, you're so sweet. If you were just quiet, you'd go so far because you're so sweet and you're mm-hmm. so pretty. And mm-hmm. I'm like, thanks. thanks. Now I'm going to talk even louder. Like, so yeah. even towns like Nashville where people go, it's super progressive. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Um, it's not super progressive, folks. It's yeah. It's better than some areas, I will say. But what's the point of diversity if they're going to silence you? If they're going to notice the diversity, they're going to notice people coming in, and they're going to make your power less. Yeah. And that's what they're doing as we speak. So even the hope for diversity is being squashed. Yes. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so, yeah, my dad was so scared. I was like, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not going to get my car slashed. He's like, yes, you are. 
Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of the thing. I had a, you know, I had a run-in with Candace Owens about two weeks ago um, where she was um, taking my posts on Instagram and things that I said and trying to paint me as racist because I said, I really don't like you being in my town, which is not because she's a black woman. It's because she is spreading this information. She's like spreading these posts. They're hideous saying that like anybody who tries to help a trans, a child who is dealing with transgender issues um, is a child predator. And, and it's this, it's so it's, it's, you know, it's like, is this the eighties all over again? Like, but like, people are still trying to paint queer people as pedophiles and child predators. Yes. And honestly, she came after me on my page and said, I really think you like children, you know, in the comments. I saw that. I and that I, it blew up. I like, like it was nuts. The, um, the amount of traffic, but it was so many, it was so many people telling me like, okay, right. You know, it was, I've been through a lot of this on Facebook over the years, like working mm -hmm. in country music. I've, I've, I've dealt with a lot of, of this pushback. Um, there were some that were scary though. It was like, cause she kept up the attack over and did, I didn't watch them, but she yeah. kept up, kept it up. And it was, um, there was some very scary posts. So for like, for the first time I was like, maybe I should, you know, uh, you know, be care be careful about where I live, and you know, definitely I think, uh, yeah, taking my house out of my name, you know, that kind of stuff, like because yeah. it's it, it's it's very, um, very scary. Like there were there were actual violence threats and 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 death threats from that. Um, yeah, I can I I honestly can believe it, and mm -hmm. that woman hate that woman. And I don't say hate very, very often. There's not very mm -hmm. many people I hate, but I think she's dangerous and she knows what she's doing. Yeah, she, it, it, it was, it was wild. Very, I was... Um, it's very calculated and mm -hmm. people, and it's like what I say, like, like all, like all skin folk ain't kin folk. People go, well, she's black. I'm like, she's not, she's not for the, the cultural, she's for attention and fame mm -hmm. and money and power which is dangerous. Yeah. That's what she's for. She's not for advancing black folk. She's not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, she's not, hosting... and she's, and she knows that she's creating dangerous. And let's say something had happened to you. She would say, well, that's not me. Like no accountability for how you are starting the fire that creates like the wildfire. Like you're, you're lighting the match. Like mm -hmm. you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. And and it's a lie. You're you're doing it on a lie and people that haven't don't have other information are believing your lies, mm -hmm. which are lies. Yeah. Which are lies. Well, and it's also like like you are not a child predator. You're fine. No. I mean, I I really couldn't handle that because I was um I've I've been pretty open on my show about dealing with being sexually abused when I was a child. Mm -hmm. And so that um, is a very tender spot for me. So I really yeah. was like, I, 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 I'm thankful to have people around me that could go and like just monitor to make sure that she, you know, that she wasn't, um, she wasn't, you know, just see what she was doing. Cause she was a 48 out 48 hours of her just going for me on 
her Instagram stories, which in some ways I'm like, well, she's also going after Harry Styles and uh, Lil Nas X. So, I mean, have I made it yet? But That's not uh, I'm like, you, you were in, you're in her like, web, um, like, but really, you know, in, 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 um, you know, in, in, in working with all these uh, queer country artists in this space, um, there are, there are country artists who go on her show and, yes. and, 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 um, or the husbands of country stars who go on her show and legitimize her as a voice, you know, a valid voice and, you know, to speak in this, in this country space. And so I'm like, Hey, um, when you go on that show, there's a part, you know, then you're sending a message to your queer fans. If you care about them, I don't, you know, you may not, but that she is, she is actively painting queer people as child predators. Yeah. And, well, that's you know, where I feel like there, there's, well, there's many problems. Yeah. Many problems. So for but me, like, you know, I, like... you know, you're able to say that about her, you know, as, you know, being a black woman and how you feel about her with the black community, uh, yeah. you know, which was, um, so I can speak from the queer point of view yeah. of just like, this is, this is very dangerous because it is, it is continuing to other, especially trans people. You know, we were talking about, I can, I can look at how they're treating the most vulnerable. And then I know that they would want to do that to me if they could. You know, it's like, I'm not naive enough to think that, okay, so right now trans people are the most, you know, the most vulnerable. And I mean, it's something that, um, yes, they are. you know, and you look at, I mean, the suicide rate among all queer youth is, is something else that I'm just like, when you go and you are, are trying to block these queer kids from getting help by like turning them into, by turning the people trying to help them into saying they're child predators and boogeyman, you're cutting off help to try to um, stem um, child and teen suicide. And it's, so that's another thing where Candace Owens saying that is so dangerous because she is, you know, but she doesn't give a shit about, about, um, queer youth committing suicide she didn't care no and when i look at it like even when i i was just listening i forget what podcast it was um trying to learn more about like the suicide rate and the and the death rates mm -hmm. and the crime um and abuse amongst trans women and mm -hmm. there's such a high rate of minority like black trans yeah. that are being attacked and i'm like so I don't understand any person that would go on that show and look at all the things she stands for mm -hmm. and then look at who she is and be like, hmm. And then be like, well, I still love these fans. I still, no, you don't. You, you've chosen a side. It's not, there's no gray area right mm -hmm. now. And I think that a lot of these artists and artist husbands are acting like there's a gray area. There's not, mm -mm. there's not like these are dangerous. This is, this is creating dangerous situations where people are dying mm -hmm. people are are getting hurt mm -hmm. and that shouldn't be something we stand for as a community especially in a country community where we are perpetually saying that we love jesus and we love god and we love everybody and we're a family i'm like this is the most fucked up family that i have and i well i mean that's their family um listen i have family members i'm not speaking to as a result of the past few years so i mean it can still be a family and you don't have to talk to them that's that's true <laughs> that is true
<laughs> um, it is. Um, I, yeah. I'm just very much, and I feel like we're going to have to do another one of these where we just talk about voting rights. Cause I feel like, especially localized um, in the South, mm-hmm. because I feel like the lack of information that is, that is happening. And even let's talk about like the Candace Owens thing, like that distracts people. Like those are those things that make people get scared. Yeah. People are scared of, of their kid being gay or something. Like, mm-hmm. they, they, it's like, it's some creation that's mm-hmm. just like, like magically, I still don't understand. Yeah. I still don't understand how. Well, here's, here's kind of what I learned being on the other. have such a lack of information. Here's what I learned. I mean, I have like maybe 7,000 Instagram followers. Candace Owens has 4 million. Okay. So my Instagram account was pretty much inoperable for that time because it was just being inundated so much. I was able to have tools to go in and like say, okay, like people who don't follow me or I don't follow can't, uh, can't comment, all that kind of stuff. Um, I was able to do that. But what I found was that after her Instagram stories went away because they were a 24 hour window, well, no, none of these people are, 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 are trying to contact me now, two weeks later, like no. they, they're, it's gone. They're done talking. The ones who were threatening to attack me and rape me. Well, I, um, block them after reporting them and so yeah. you know but but the thing is you know um two things country artists um have been so they've been programmed over so long to not say anything that could be seen as turning off that base that that you know and and for so long i've been like well you know after the chicks were banned it really did I mean, it was so effective in silencing an entire generation of artists from ever speaking about politics. Now we're on, now I feel like, um, you know, Brothers Osborne, Marin Morris, like there's there's these artists in the mainstream who have, and Mickey, Can. have become, who Mickey, you know, Mickey does not talk about politics per se, but about equality and, and human rights yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah. Cam talks about politics. Yeah, Cam. Well, Cam. Cam don't give a shit. <laughs> Cam don't give a shit. Cam don't give um, a shit. Cam. But, you know, it's on the other side. There's these, you know, they're, you know, they're starting to talk about, um, you know, conservative issues. But I will say, like, I've watched this very closely. And I look at artists, you know, there was like Chris Stapleton and Dolly Parton. Both of them at one point were like, yes, Black Lives Matter. I believe Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They're both still around. Chris Stapleton just won album of the year. Um, yeah. So I think for any country artist who may see this and want to speak about these things, about just speaking out for equality and letting your point be known, they're not, the, the hysteria around that is not going to last forever. You know, no. they're going to move on to something else that's stupid, like Minnie Mouse wearing Stella McCartney pantsuit. Like I was like yesterday, it was like, oh, this is what she's pissed about today. One day, one day she's trying to like attack people like who are um, trying to help LGBTQ youth. And then the next day she's just upset about a pantsuit. Like, so I'm just like, so I just want to say that 
your career will survive if you if you speak out about that. So I used to say, um, you have something to say about Luke Bryan. Yeah, I'm going to say there's not a lot of action behind um, that's that statement. Yeah. Person. Um, well, I can just, but, I I mean, just, I've tried to talk to his camp about this. So, um, you know, this is a thing where over the, um, so yeah, so, so before we get to that, I want to say country artists speak out. And if you don't speak out, then it's really like, okay, we just, but you do things like go hang out with Candace Owens or, you know, like your audience is yelling, let's go Brandon. And you don't try to like stop it. Then it's like, okay, well, we know what's going on. Um, so country artists, you speak by, you know, you can speak by your not saying anything to, um, the Luke Bryan song. I got to say that was one of the biggest disappointments that I've had, um, in, you know, working with, uh, you know, queer artists in country music, because that song, You Love Who You Love, Ain't Nothing You Should Ever Be Ashamed Of, I thought that was like a an acknowledgement of, of queer people. And it turns out that wasn't how he meant it. He said it in the Los Angeles Times and in some other interviews. So um, that brings up another thing. You know, I look at artists over the years who've used um, intentionally use rainbows in their uh, marketing and, you know, kind of use that language of love wins or love is love in their songs, but then don't back it up with action or go and like, ha or go and like share a platform with a Candace Owens. And I'm like, well, yeah. So a, you just, you just kind of, you know, you tried to use that or like signal to us that you cared but it's really action that we're looking for. Um, so yeah, I just, uh, I'd love to see, I'd love to see more advocacy from Luke. I don't think, I mean, this is something that he wouldn't lose any fans. He's on American Idol with Lionel Richie and Katy Perry. Like, well, that's so how I feel like. So okay, his, I'll, his I'll... just saying something for equality would, would have such a big st impact on his fans and he would not lose any fans, you know, because I've watched anything. my family in Birmingham, Alabama, accept my boyfriend as a member of the family over the years. Whereas they used, they used to, you know, like when, before I came out, they would talk about like, well, we're not going to McDonald's anymore because they gave money to um, uh, gay people. You know, they would mm -hmm. say that in front of me. And then I'd go back in the back and drink and cry. Um, Sober six years, thanks. Um, but uh, yeah, um, so I just, I just think, especially you know, on this issue, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is not going to, it is not going to impact your bottom line just to like just say I think all people should be valued. Um, it's just not. And that's just, and if you don't want to say that, then I have to think that you have darker motivations going on. Yes. Like, what else are we to think in this day and well, age? Well, on that, I'm going to say also between Luke, Carrie, Kelsey, yeah. like all these people, you're not going to lose, you're not going to lose fans. And you might actually expand your, your base and your... Yeah your reach by mm -hmm. by saying something and the silence is a statement silence yeah. is a a statement on all of this and as we go into an election like 
the midterm elections and the and then eventually the presidential elections mm -hmm. i think that yes there's a way to not talk about politics but we still need to make things fair i'm always yeah. like i'm not hating a republican but i do hate hate and i don't like i have friends that have different beliefs than me but they're not hateful human beings yeah usually it's about taxes and i'm like yeah okay well i mean like, here's I'm, the thing i'm, 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 I'm fine I'm okay that i'm liberal. yeah i mean like, this is not you know my dad my dad loves capitalism Banker yes. loves capitalism as much as much as he loves evangelical Christianity. And, and so, um, you know, I try to, that's one of the things that I try to like communicate with is like when some of these laws, especially go and, you know, like LGBTQ people can be fired just for being gay, you know, and not having those protections. I'm like, well, I hope I, I, I think I try to like be like, this is impacting my wallet. You know, this yeah. could impact my ability to make a living and support myself. Um, but this is this is different. I I have loved um, studying the presidency. There's something in me like my grandfather loved politics, and I have watched it. And I, when you go back and you know you look at some of the outreach that was going on in previously Republican. Um, uh, administrations to try to reach out for the black and Latino vote. Mm -hmm. And now you see it now and it's just like, you know, so in a lot of ways, this whole agree to disagree thing. Well, I mean, maybe in another, I don't, I mean, I mean, now, now that I'm more outspoken about like realizing how interconnected we all are yeah. in our, you know, um, and, and, and in some ways it's good, it's out in the open, but it's just shocking sometimes to go back and, and look at and listen to um, what Republicans have said in the past and how that's just mm -hmm. completely like the stuff that they would, any kind of overture towards um, equality um, would now like be like, oh, I can't say that because I, I can't get elected. Like it's just, yeah. we're, it's sick, it's sick. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I also want to well, say Sugarland is very supportive. I love yes. Jennifer Nettles and Christian Bush so much. And um, <laughs> I, I actually um, had breakfast with Christian Bush a few weeks ago and connected him with one of our, um, one of my queer artist friends because they were like, okay, I kind of want to like go. This person was um, kind of like, should I make a shot at mainstream country? And I was like, yes and let's yes. go meet up with the person who uh, did it like subversively so well sugarland you know like Sugar like the, just the the amount of um messaging and visibility they were able to get through for people of color and and queer people through their collaborations uh it was all very that. intentional and um so yeah, I, I, I really, I don't think country music needs it. Country music is so stagnant creatively at this moment. Um, yeah, I mean, there's great stuff going on, but what gets through and on and, you know, onto the mainstream charts is still pretty, you know, it's just like so narrow and... Um, and not great, folks. Wow. Well, not great. I'm going to say my piece, not great, not T. There's T. Not the best. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, um, yeah, I'd love to see. I have a shirt uh, from Farce the Music that I've had for probably a decade now. And it's mm -hmm. it's got a guitar and it says, put the tribe back in country. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I I need to just come to town. I need to come back to town just so I, we can hang out oh, so yeah. much more. Oh yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm going to be in town more. I'm in town. Yeah. More. I have to record. I have to record this record, so I'm going to be there. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. How's that going? The two hundred and fifty dollars away from the goal. So, how if much? Anybody wants to donate two fifty. Two fifty. Oh, I'd like to. I'd like to do that. Can I don't? Can I? I would love to donate two fifty to help you end it. I mean, to get Are to you that serious? point. Yes. Can you make me cry? Yes, oh, let's do it. I will message you the link. I'm yeah, message seeing... me the link. Oh my gosh, I would love to be able. And I was hoping that you'd kind of be close so that yeah. we could like. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, no, oh my it's gosh. Gonna, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm so overwhelmed with um, just joy. Like I came up with the idea. I wanted to make this record for my dad. And luckily I have Madeline Edwards and Cassidy Pope who I've written some amazing stuff with. Mm -hmm. And it's it's going to be. It's magical. Like these songs are. Yeah. I can't do it. Well, so. I mean, it's coming from such an honest place with you, and and um, yeah. and I've been I've been watching you as you've talked about your father, and um, now I lost my brother, um, nearly five years ago, and it just you know it it, it reorients your entire how you operate in the world, how you see yourself when you lose someone. It does. My dad yeah. was the best I think it was the perfect I'll say this before we go he's the perfect example of somebody who made massive mistakes mm -hmm. took accountability grew and was the best dad I could have ever had and a lot of the mistakes were because of circumstances because of race in mm -hmm. America but yeah. like he's just the best he was the best human mm -hmm. ever and so um and he loved he just he loved me and i i think there are there are very few people in our in our past that will love you unconditionally mm -hmm. and i'm lucky that i had a dad that did and learned how to he had to learn how to do that mm -hmm. um and i think i'm 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 lucky i'm so lucky and i'm lucky that i can share the music that that he inspired and my mom inspired my mom passed away when i was two but mm -hmm. um she continuously inspires me yeah that blonde hair blue-eyed lady you didn't know i'm biracial folks I'm not all black <laughs> my mom looks like julie andrews so <laughs> short little she does yeah she does. i thought i was julie andrews for a long time and i was like oh, well, I, I, I had a julie right andrews i had several julie andrews periods myself so you know <laughs> well well i'm gonna send you this link and then i'm gonna do a dance around my room um but I want, um, I'm also going to plan on us doing this again and to talk specifically about voting and how we can yeah. Cause I, get you know, out I've, even I've more information because I, I love, I love that. And I love that yeah. you love that. And well, and honestly, yeah. I've just really, it's one of those things where um, in, here in Tennessee, it was like, okay, well, at least we haven't gotten to like the voting suppression and now it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's here and it's effect, you yeah. know, and it's one of those things where like, I can start to feel powerless to change that because it's just like, well, what, you know, um, what do we do? We're in such a deep red state that. Um, we are going to change it. You and me. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm just, I'm, Hunter and I'm Steph. yes, I'm listening to Stacey Abrams book on tape and yeah. There's also another good book, but it's about the past. It's more like Malcolm X and, and Martin Luther King um, mm -hmm. called the sword and the shield. Okay. By, um, I'll send you, I'll send you the link to that too. Okay. It's a good book about how they built up like their followings and how they kind of like orchestrated education and kids and mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff to, to change society grassroots style. So mm -hmm. the good book, the sword and the shield. Yeah. Yes. So I will send that to you. Okay. Yay, well, Stephanie. I love you. I'm going to save this to my page. I, I truly appreciate you taking the time and sharing space and energy with me today. And I hope this is the first of many Many yeah, times. no, I just, I've gone back and, and listened to the other uh, podcast versions and just, you know, I was listening to your conversation with um, Holly G uh, from November yes. yesterday, and then I actually got to um, um, some insight on hopefully some things that the Opry is doing to okay. start to make amends or, or to welcome back um, diverse voices and it was so great to be able to listen to that conversation between you and Holly. Um, because I was, you know, sometimes in this thing, I'm going in after having listened and going in and being able to have these conversations with people that I've known for like 15 years and using whatever mm -hmm. influence I have there. But it was also really great because I didn't have to call up Holly and be like, hey, you know, and just a more emotional labor on her part to be like, yeah. you know, because I mean, it's all laid out. It's all there. Yeah. Um, so so your past shows are such a resources, a great resource as well. And I love that they're calling and telling you to shut up and sing. They are they're telling me to shut up and sing. And then, I mean, I'm always like, well, thank you for calling me pretty. I'm, yeah. But I'm also very loud. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can be pretty and loud and I'm tall. So watch yeah. out, folks. I have big yeah. hair. You're not going to miss me. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I love you. And I love you I'm going to save this. And then this will be up tomorrow in the podcast version. All right. So people can listen to it that way, even though I think they should look at our faces. Because they're great. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I know. Sometimes there's some stuff on here that I'm like, oh, God, will I hear about that? But I'm like, well, at least you listened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all righty. Okay. Thank All right, you. I'll message you. Okay. Okay. Bye. Thank you guys for tuning in to Jacques Talk. This conversation and so many more coming at you in 2022. Please subscribe, leave a comment, go to the Instagram page, let me know what you're thinking. And yeah, get vaccinated, mask up, and be a kind human being. That's my that's my thought of the day be kind. All right. Love y'all.